Good evening and welcome back to a very special edition of Beyond the Backstage Pass. I'm your host, Vince Edwards. You may know me from Sound Image Productions. I've got a couple closed Facebook roadie groups called uh, Death by Loadout and The Backstage Pass. Come over. We're having some fun over there, getting up to some silly. Uh, next to me, my good, good friend uh, and co-host is Kyle Thomas. How are you doing, brother? Not too bad. Another day, another dog biscuit. Man, they're just handing out dog biscuits <laughs> to you, I swear. It must be because of all the good behavior and good works that I you would do, hope sir. so. Well, I am so. very proud to have you on the team. Uh, we're both recovering from a long few weeks in the trenches after uh, a prolonged period of time off. I know that uh, after this weekend, I slept until one on Monday. I know, I didn't see you forever. I'm <laughs> <laughs> stuck in here, I got I to play my own no music. shame in the, in the effort. <laughs> I could hear people outside working on pulling down the, the big VIP tents and the catering tents yes, and the COVID tents. Yes, you missed tents. all the fun and, stuff. And I, oh, yeah, somehow <laughs> I just, I get busy, you know, with this sleeping. <laughs> no, man, I was wrecked after that thing. I, I don't know why, just, you know, just trying to, the, the, the emotional energy of trying to be on and, and do well and cover everybody's needs and bases and we had a lot of folks in the building and and, and in a very uh, uh covid correct way you know i don't like to get into that nonsense on the on the on the tv we fully believe in the science and understand there's a thing going on but you know I think how we... funny that was me and you trying to come up with like i had all these iam packs and some mics and and just like dawned on me, like, I need to come up with a protocol. Like, how do I hand these out? Do we do a disinfectant pad? Do you? So we ended up with like a, a, like a tray you'd bring out like cocktails on. It was a lid for a case. It was, but it a was lid. perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Take, take your, your, your pack, take your. But I was very happy. I got that pitch off ideas good. to you. It was like. very, very clever. Uh, listen, we got some friends tuning in tonight that I want to just quickly shout out to. Uh, our good friends from the infirmities, or that, that's going to be uh, Jason. Anselmo Martinez, thank you, my brother. Uh, the, the lieutenant's checking in. We love him. You know that. We got mad love for you, lieutenant. And our good, good friend, Paul O'Doul. Pat O'Doul, excuse me, Pat. I do that to you almost every time I hit him with the Paul. <laughs> but, but, the, but the big dog in, in the game, for sure, for me, and you know this, it's, it's, it's the Charlie Zerricki. Charlie, Charlie, we love you. We hope you're doing well. Thank you for your continued support. You are a brother from another mother. We absolutely adore you. And then Clint Wensley has got a new thing. I, uh, can you scroll back for me a little bit? Let yeah, me see. Yeah. Uh, he's got a new thing. So this is Crew Music Asia. This is an incredibly accomplished young man um, that gets up to some stuff. Look at Scott Cheney. Thank you, Scott. Hello, buddy. Winston. And our good friend, Winston Dama. And Winston, now, Crew, now Clint, who is constantly, excuse me, constantly on the make and doing new things. He's got his new project called Keep Live Alive. Let's support that. That's going to be something very interesting. We'll, we'll probably deal with that more in the future. And Dennis, I never get your last name right, so I'm just going to say hi to Dennis. <laughs> hi, Dennis. Thank you for being here. You come on a very special night. So we've had a really uh, a busy week. We had some wonderful people in here, some excellent artists and incredible technicians. We, we were, we were oh, doing the blast. math on it and to do this project. This was, this was called the Big Love Benefit Concert. We had some real heavy hitters in that would have been off doing other things if, if, if life was normal right now because they're just too valuable to be put in one place all together. And it totaled up to, when we did the experience numbers on it, it was something like over 400 years of experience on the, the crew that we had in here. <laughs> something was, like that. It was kind of impressive. And, 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 and I think it, you're going to see that. Hi, Chris. Chris Kennett. Um, you're going to see that in the production when, it's, when it becomes available. It's, it's a really uh, 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 for a good cause and, and 
important stuff. Anything else you got to share tonight, buddy, before Man, we go check in on our guests? Yeah, I took this setup and mm -hmm. we left our wireless racks and our IEM racks kind of set up. So when training does come back around for next week, uh, we'll be able to start training people on workbench and have the capability to kind of go through a little bit more than just the S6L. So. Well, you know, as, as we mentioned, uh, training, we, were, we did a, a signal to noise podcast last night for when some of our friends that have a pretty ongoing concern that's pretty killer. And I think they were in their 70th episode or something. So we appeared on that. And we mentioned that that is a, a big thing to us here in this in this shop. If we can't be gigging, we can be training. And so, um, uh, you know, I you know my stance on that, I highly support it. We just had Sue Kearney take off from spending the day playing around with the S6L and the Pearl Tools rig. So um, I just felt bad. There's so many people that have asked, like, why don't you have this set up? And it's like, all right, go into the cage, set it up yourself, go build a rack. <laughs> See, part of the training is that. Yeah, it's, it you know, I, I don't, I often think when I, when the guys come in to play on the rigs, I want to unplug everything. There's one thing about pushing the, 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 the faders and turning the knobs, but if you can't plug it all in and wire it all up first, then I haven't trained you right. You're not wrong. <laughs> so, so I, I, I'm thinking maybe we don't make that too easy for them and we find out where the deficits are and we fill in the informational gaps. Yeah. And so... Let's talk about more on the how we proceed I going forward. I just broke your on, plan, man. I'm sorry. No, I mean, no, it's too okay. um, You know, there's an ABC. <laughs> there's a linear way of teaching. You know, and it's A B C D E F G. And and sure, for us, it's easier just to say the board's over there. Go play. And when you get stuck, call us, and we'll help you out. But that's the lazy way to do it, and not and people don't all win. And my last, our dear dear friend from Switzerland, Patrick. Thank you for tuning in. We have a great show for you tonight. Let's get right to it. I have a couple of extraordinarily special people on the show tonight. We've been working with them the last many weeks. I, I'm not sure exactly how long because it's been so fun. It's just blended together and it's been extraordinarily enjoyable. They are um, out tonight promoting the, the, the aforementioned Big Love Benefit concert. They have a couple uh, things on the, uh, out there on, in, the, in the ether, uh, and we'll speak about them. Raven Drum Foundation, uh, uh, this really great page called the Big Love Army, a bunch of stuff. We'll get to it, but without further ado, let me, let me introduce... The, the, the one and only incredibly talented and lovely Lauren Monroe and Rick Allen. Good evening, folks. How are you this evening? It's so good to have you on the show. I can't thank you enough for coming out and spending some time with us. Let me ask you, how have you been doing during this, this, this last nine months? This COVID-19 thing has hit us all, uh, I think, regardless of position in life. It's just been tricky. How have you been doing? Me, personally? I, I, uh, I, I will start directing questions, but this is an open question field to, to the two He's of you. He's so used to just one guest. <laughs> but, but I have successfully interviewed more than one person, but, but it is tricky. It does March, March and April was a little depressing. Yes, and sir. then when we, um, I think, you know, really, when, when we started coming around to seeing uh, how the industry was hurting, and you came up with this idea, it kind of gave me purpose. And I think that really just all came to a, to a beautiful head, um, you know, coming up here and doing the show and just working with all these incredible, incredibly talented people. And, and, and now I, I feel quite uplifted. That's really great to hear. Yeah. I know I, I got a similar charge out of the, the, the ability for us to, well, first of all, the show is, Kind of, and the idea behind the show was that let's get some of our friends in here to play with the gear on that side of the camera. Yeah. Our friends that 
would otherwise be out doing your tour and, and working with some of the biggest bands in rock and roll. And let's talk to them about their experiences and let's share that mm-hmm. with this, you know, like I mentioned before, I have these groups. And so I've got these fish in a barrel a little bit with the, my roadie friends in these groups. And, and so this was always thought to be a companion piece and it gave us a sense of purpose. And I know that as people, and we're, we're going to touch on that. I want to mention, I want to speak to Rick real quick about um, the aforementioned you, sir, should be out with what would have been an, an amazing tour with Def Leppard, Motley Crue, and Poison, yeah. which would have involved... And Joan Jett, uh, of course. Uh, and, I'm sorry? And Joan Jett, of course. Oh, and Joan Jett, the incomparable Joan Jett. The, she engineered one of my favorite albums of all time, the Germs Punk Rock album in 1981, which is like this seminal album. Joan Jett's a badass. Um, and, and you would be out doing this amazing tour. Let me ask you, uh, I know that's put a little hitch in your giddy up, but had to have to not be doing that right now. Is this something that's being rescheduled? Uh, what's, what's the life of that? Is it still a thing? We, we didn't cancel it. We, we just p- postponed it. Missing. And uh, basically took uh, 2020 and superimposed that on 2021 and just hoping that, that, that the science and everything kind of lines up and uh, that we can we can basically you know start up where we left off well you know i know that was um as tours go i know brad maddox was going to be out front with um one of our 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 mates here in the shop was going to be out front with motley crew everybody in my uh, many of my friends were going to be out working with you guys and and it was supposed to be one of the biggest tours of the year so i really hope that the science lines up and the timing and the band and everything comes back together because that will be a, a show to be seen. That would be phenomenal. It, I, 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 I agree. And the, the whole vibe, you know, we, we, we did press uh, before, uh, before everything hit the fan. And uh, there was a camaraderie for sure, you know, between all the bands that, that, that uh, I'd never really, really felt before. Um, wow. You know, we've, we've worked with all of them, you know, various times. Uh, but, uh, it was another thing to, to all be going out together at the same time. So, you know, it was uh, and is still, you know, really special when it happens. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be a, a, a sight to behold. Very, very exciting. I mean, the, the lineup itself and the, the nature of these bands individually bringing such large shows, such amazing shows combined in one tent, as it were, is going to be a spectacle. It'll be quite a sight to see. And so... Fingers crossed that that comes back and we all get to see that. Cool. Um, I, can't, I can't go forward without mentioning you happen to be the first guest. I've had some very interesting guests and I'm proud of, of, our, of the, the luminary, uh, the, 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 the guest list that we've had. But my goodness, I have not had a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inducted guest before. That, by the way, was inducted with the largest fan vote in the history of the Hall of Fame. That's impressive. What did that mean to you? I think that made it for all of us was the fact that we realized that it was it was the fans that 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 really uh, swayed the whole thing in 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 our favor um, and you know I was telling you earlier you know to be honest uh, when I heard about you know rock and roll hall of fame um, and that we had to go back to new york it it was uh, it was somewhat of a, and I, I, don't, I don't mean this to sound wrong, but it was a bit of an inconvenience because I just got off the road and I was really just enjoying being at home. Sure. Um, so, you know, we all got on a plane and ended up in New York and we started doing the press. And um, it was then that I realized that this is a really big deal. 
and um, you know, getting to talk to Howard Stern, and that that was that was really special for me. He seemed you know really uh, engaged and really really interested in 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 you know the band and me and what was going on, and then. Um, you know the fact that uh, Brian May was 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 involved in. Oh, he's the know, best. I mean, you I know. Love Brian May. No, he's he's just, he's such a, a humble uh, soul. He's the just professor. Such a, yeah. Yeah. He's great. He's, he's great. incredible, incredible man. So um, you know, fast forward to to sort of standing on that stage and you know seeing the entire industry out there in front of me and feeling this love from the industry. Yeah. It was like. I, I was uh, I was overcome by emotion. Oh, I can only so imagine. Yeah. So well deserved. I mean, your your career has spanned forty years. I, I, you know, this is not a rock interview show, but you you guys really I can't think of a better band. And I, I think the induction with the the fan vote proves that you are you you're, you should be in there with Jimmy and and Zepp and all these amazing bands because they're you are part of an amazing band and right from the gate. And so the respect to you, sir. For Thank sure. you very Good much. Stuff. Thank you very much. Let's move on to the the Big Love Benefit concert. Really, the you know the thing that we put our hearts and souls into for quite a quite a few minutes here now, and it's been a treat. It's been an absolute delight working with you. Let me ask you, Lauren, um, who came up with the idea for the Big Love Benefit concert? Well, uh, the concert idea came from the song Big Love that I released. A great in- song. Yeah. I, I will say that song is an earworm. That song gets in my head, and I'll be humming it out the door, and like, God damn it, it's, not, it's so catchy, it's so good, it's really a great song. Thank you. And so it's kind of, uh, the idea kind of spawned from the, 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 the feeling and the lyrics in that song? Yeah, it came from there. I mean, we set up uh, our, our not-for-profit organization in early 2000, and um, we wanted to create um, events that brought people together, and we always had the idea we wanted to take it to another level and continue doing um, uh, raising money for various charities through music. And um, when, after we released the song Big Love, it, was, it just became almost like a movement and a brand. And, a, and we wanted to, we, we always have an annual concert every year to raise money for our foundation. But this year seemed there was a shift. And... Um, just big love was born out of that. I think the way the state of the world is, and right now it seemed to embrace the, the concept of loving people in a bigger way. Well, you know, there has been a little bit of, um, I, understand, I think I know what you're talking about. It's been a little, the public discord, the, the, the public back and forth. There's been a, a little bit of ugly in that, and our politics has been a little um, unpleasant. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then of course, quarantine and all that goes with it. And I, there's been some folks that, good folks, good people that otherwise you'd know to be um, up and and productive and happy, have been struggling. And yeah. I, I I just can't imagine a better time for this, and or better represented better representatives for it. And that your song Big Love is is such a the lyrically it, it first first of all it's a melodic wonderful great song. Uh, and with some amazing playing on it, but the lyrics are really profound, and there's a lot going on there, and uh, it's it's very impressive. I we were talking a minute ago about I was going to ask you about how you, the Big Love Band, the band that played right here in this very space, came together, and you notified me 
uh, as amazing as they are, that you actually had a very short tenure with them. How did you how did you cobble together your band? Because there were some incredible players. I mean, yeah. really great players. With your husband on the drums, killing it. Yeah. 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 Well, I. <laughs> that was for you, by the way. That question. How did you come up with the band? Uh, well, uh, some of the band members uh, are from my record when we record the record yes, uh, with Jim Scott at his, his studio in Santa Clarita. Mm -hmm. um, we recorded that in 2019, January 2019. And so um, they came up to, to play uh, this past weekend to, uh, to play for the benefit. And then we have some other people up here and close to the Bay Area, Tammy Brown and Dylan Rose. And they've been playing with me, um, doing acoustic things. And so we all kind of got together. I brought, uh, we have my lease mm -hmm. and Greg lease. And my uh, typically plays with uh, David Crosby. And uh, Greg lease has played with many people. But now he's, you know, Jackson Brown's yeah. uh, guitar player. And he plays pedal steel. He's amazing. He's a kind he's of legendary. Yeah. He's so, <laughs> he, and, and he's, yeah. he's such a, beautiful soul and all of these players are yes and of course brian whelan on guitar and mm -hmm. he was on the record uh as well and um i i just feel really blessed to have these guys uh play live with me for this event it was fun well you could see they were really into it i mean they they brought their best and it was uh it was extremely well executed i, I thought the, the you know the alchemy the chemistry that was between it i could see and the recording and the rehearsals, and then of course the recording of the content that we were gathering for the show was fantastic. We couldn't, I don't, I really can't imagine it have gone better as it relates to the band, the music, the the performances. It is extraordinary. Um, tell us what uh, what's the expectations you have for the Big Love Benefit concert? I think the first is the awareness mm -hmm. is to get people what goes on isn't just there and the band shows up you know yeah. uh that that starting very early in the morning what happens and at very late at night after the band's already gone there are still these diehard <laughs> you know uh, road dogs and people who love their job that are, are there making it all happen and from my experience you know being behind the scenes with rick and def leppard and just seeing the mentality of crew and the heart of crew and how much love and dedication is put towards that show. And when we find out the hardship that's going on in the industry now, it was really important for us to, to say we have to do something. Um, and of course, we heard of a, a lot of stress going on with anxiety and depression and suicide. Yes. And when we heard about that, it was a no brainer. It's like this year we have to create a benefit for them. It touched us very deeply. Oh, that's very clear, and uh, it, it, you couldn't be more right now. On the the thing about people not knowing about what we do, I think is a testament to us doing it well. I don't want you to know what I do. I, I have no yeah. earthly right to be in front of a camera. This is never was my idea of a good time. Um, I'm trying to make it that way, and I've, I'm learning to enjoy it. But uh, you know, I spent decades trying to not. If I did my job right, you didn't know that. You just had a good show, and hopefully you walked away with some good memories and a great time. And that was the idea. And I think we, maybe we did that too well. <laughs> because now that we're in this very unique global yeah. situation, and and uh, we, I think we need some understanding and, and, and what you're doing to help kind of shine the light on that. Because there's many different disciplines that it takes to, to, to put a show Absolutely. like uh, show like Def Leppard's show on. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's a it's a small army, certainly a family, and and I so think we. Every every show. Yeah, 
you know. Well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong <laughs> from the speaker on the stick stuff to the weddings to, you know, I, I don't think people, um, the average person understands what an average sound company does, but we we do from regular weddings to multi-million dollar weddings to giant corporate events to smaller things to the local radio stations uh, show in the park to, to Def Leppard. Yeah. And to us, it's just work. We're just doing the job of trying mm -hmm. to to go out there and do what we love and, and help provide memories and help provide a perfect show. And, and do I it as well say, as you possibly can. You yes, know? sir. Sorry, with, Kyle, with, what you uh, said? With, you know, the backing of losing 10 of our brothers recently and having your your music be the backing of this movement is speaks volumes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it's something that's really overlooked and we've had great discussion about this topic. It's, it's something that's like hit me really hard knowing that like my friends and people that rely on this line of work to define who they are to be struggling so tough. So mm -hmm. it's a really great like conjunction of these two great ideas. And, and, it's, and it's that's really another reason why we wanted to do it is because we need to raise, raise funds for people because people are in financial hardship and emotional hardship. And um, yes. I think something we spoke about earlier is about really looking at self-worth and identity and purpose and when you strip someone away from their passion and their job that they've known for a very long time and their family because oh, you know it's a family that That's tours right. and does this type of work it's uh it's painful and um you know the distractions are few and you're left looking at yourself and it's hard to do that especially if you have trauma to begin with and from our experience working our foundation and working with PTSD and trauma, we see there's there there's a path that we can help, and the financial is one piece, um, and also supporting like Sweet Relief who has uh, supports mental health so that people can find someone to talk to and have that paid for. Yes. Because sometimes it just takes sharing, and I know it can be that simple sometimes. It yeah. is, but yeah. a lot of the personalities that we know, crew guys and yeah. women. Yeah. Um, they're like working with the military. A little bit. You know, and we, yeah, yeah, we all we all carry a certain amount of pride, and and they um, we wanted to be able to share their pain with them and give them a path. To say, we can help. That's very kind and very sweet, Todd. And uh, I I think that we're on our way. I think the Big Love Army page that you have on Facebook, which I find delightful and try to contribute to here and Me there too. and Thank do you. my little thing with that, has been very sweet. And I've, I notice it's growing rapidly. It, it seems to have gotten some traction and doing what well. What a great way to wake up and see, you know, everybody, you know, just 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 throwing love out there as opposed to hate, you know. And supporting yeah. one another. A lot of strangers are on this on the site, on, the, on this group page. Yeah. But you see someone coming out with, you know, I'm having a hard day. And, uh, you know, and other people just there to That's make right. them feel better. And I think we all need a little bit of that. A little you know? loving affirmation yeah. goes a long way. Yeah. And, and I feel like your page is accomplishing that. And uh, whose idea was that, by the way, to come up with the page? I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I take credit for everything I do, all the bad and good. So that, that was you, I bet. Yeah, it's, um, it's been really real, uh, well realized. I have some history with building pages and um, uh, administering them. And uh, my page, I'm pretty strict on what's allowed to be there. So it's specific to the topic and we stay on topic and it makes it so it's more fluid. So it's not clunky. It's yeah. not a lot of 
spots that you're going to want to skip over. You're going to hopefully be interested. And I know it's whoever's uh, administering your page, which I suspect is you. No, no, it's not me. I, 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 I contribute, and I, but I'm not techie. Yeah. <laughs> You have somebody else administering the page? Yeah, they helped me. Well, yeah, for sure. it seemed like they're doing a very good job, and they yeah. understand the message that, that we're trying to kind of gather up in one place so that yeah. people, you know, can come to it and, and have positive affirmations. And, and it's very sweet. And I, I highly recommend, if you folks haven't seen it, go to Facebook. It's called Big Love Army. It's a very sweet place to be, and there's a lot of uh, good stuff going on. Go check it out. You mentioned Tammy Brown a minute ago. I hadn't worked with Tammy before, and I got to see her on a few occasions here uh, uh, singing with you. What a, I mean, man, what a voice of the soul in that woman. And then she brought her, her choir in, her, this yeah. choir, yeah. and together in, con in concert, in combination with what you were doing with your, oh, it's, mm, it's, it's delicious, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. She's, a, she's a gem. She's special. She is really wonderful. She's all heart and soul, and she has, besides her extreme talent, she's a, such a compassionate, beautiful person. Oh, so. extremely delightful to, yeah. to interact with and uh, to, to converse with, and, and then to watch her perform. And to watch her kind of helm the, the choir, her mm -hmm. understanding of music and her ability to get everybody in their spot and to, to bring their best. It was, it was really quite, um, you know, I move around a lot while we're doing these things, and I'm covering a few bases. Uh, but in that moment, when we set him up across the stage, I, I parked myself and I just, I just studied and watched and learned and listened and, and took it in. It was fantastic. It was really beautiful. Oh, that's so great. It was very emotional for me. You I know, bet. there's something about uh, strings played in a certain way or piano and gospel choir. Yeah. For me, it's something. It, I can't, I can't help myself but, but shed a tear. It, you know? it hit you in a sweet spot. Yeah. yeah no, I understand. No. <laughs> I very, very much understand. I, I found myself being very reflective in the moment and, and kind of just. I think my eyes may have closed in a second. I kind of just let it waft over me because there was, there was some really beautiful harmonies being hit and. And when they uh, when they went into that that one, I, I, the name eludes me now, even though I announced it. Oh, you've but, been uh, you've been singing it. Oh, she's been singing it all week. I know. So, um, uh, oh, I just, we will I overcome. Just, yeah. I think it was we. we it was we, we, shall over, over, we shall overcome. We shall overcome. Oh my God, that version of that, and I've yeah. heard that done many ways in many many different uh, avenues and, and types of uh, approaches to that song. Uh, they. Wow. I, I mean, know. Really I mean, just totally wow. unaccompanied, you great. know, acapella and th their, their intonation, everything. It yeah. was just. It was spotless. It was absolutely spotless. Very cool. Let me ask you, if, if, what, if any, connective tissue is between the Big Love Benefit concert and the Facebook group known as, and this is a closed, more or less roadie Facebook group, but mm -hmm. it's really for anybody that needs help. It's called the the... The page known as Loving Hands for Stage Hands. Is there a connective tissue to that that's happening with the Big Love concert? It seems to be something going on there. Well, we'd like to be. We'd like to be able to um, support anyone on Loving Hands um, because uh, we just want to extend the family. We want to be a support yeah. um, for those who need even just a reference or just to, to want to explore ways to help heal themselves. Um, yeah. And I think so many of us are looking for that and don't know where to start. Um, well, you know, I, I've read that there are serious topics and feelings and emotions that have arisen from this 
unique situation we find ourselves in. And, um, and so I think it's a, a, the, the semi-marriage and the energy that's being shared between us, I think, between the groups is, is probably um, mutually beneficial, I would think. And I I, it's, think a, so. it's a kind of a, a testament to you guys to, to allow that kind of thing to happen. And we certainly appreciate it as a group. Um, I mean, somewhat right now representing roadies and general technicians in the live audio industry, the live entertainment industry, we appreciate it a great deal. Thank you for that. That's very it's sweet. How, it's, it's the least we can do. Well, you know, and that's what I feel like anything that we contribute that is positive going in that direction in this subject for these people, people that that we work with closely and that I've come up with in my whole life, um, that is beneficial in a positive direction is, is a good thing. I've been supported by this business since 1978. It's, like I say, it's the least I can do. Um, and uh, I, I, felt, I felt really blessed and... And I want everybody else to feel that way, you know. Well, that's very. We all sweet. deserve it. Well, you know, and you, Lord knows, for you to be where you are now, you have worked your heart out. You know, you have been there and back, and work just done and seen. And for you to be such an amazing and gracious ambassador for the whole of rock and roll, the whole of the, the from from backstage crew to to the artists, it's it's you know. A little tip of the hat to you, my friend. Uh, it's it's very impressive, that. and we appreciate your 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 larger concern for the whole of us. Yeah, right I'm I'm that guy. I come in in the morning and say hello to everybody, and you know, I enjoy getting to know you know what other people do in and around you know supporting what I do, yes. you know. And it's cool. You meet you meet some of the the best people. Yeah, it's it's a very lucky industry that we find ourselves in, and when it's going, when everything's going great, heck, even when it's not going exactly perfect, it's still pretty great. Yeah. And so, yeah, I feel blessed myself. Uh, can you share with us your belief in the power? And I know this is a big thing for you, and I just can't agree with you more. Uh, I'm, it's harder for me to reach it for myself because I'm uh, there's something in my character that's. Um, old school Italian, you know, I am an island thing, but it doesn't always serve me well. Can you share with me your belief in the power of therapy for the body and mind? Well, therapy is a big word. It's an umbrella. Maybe, maybe I'm not getting the right word, but I know that you believe in the power of the body and mind for the overall well-being of the yeah. self. I think, you know what, um, I, I'm Italian. I grew up in Queens mm -hmm. with an Italian family, Catholic mm -hmm. Italian. I understand the limitations that we have sometimes around um, healing and surrendering, especially as a guy too. Like I, I, I think I grew up like a guy because I, I had that thing where. Yeah. But I got broken open from my experience of spirituality and I realized that um, the most powerful thing you can do is to be vulnerable. And that's so contradictory than everything I've ever learned in my Italian culture. Sure. It's like, tough it up. Yeah. You know, like, don't share your emotions. You just, you know. And, I understand. Um, <laughs> and I think um, I had to get past a lot of those things. And I, was, I had experiences in my life that showed me the more I broke my heart open and I shared it, the, more, the stronger I got and the more people I can help. And so... Um, the body and the mind um, I, was a path for me to study that was safe. 
And so, you know, that's okay to talk about my neural, neur, you know, our neurological processes, neuroscience, about study of the body, how the body hangs on to energy. Like that was, these were safe grounds to talk about. Sure. Um, and anybody can understand that. And now science really speaks about how the body and the mind are so connected. You can't have an emotional trauma or situation happen. The body records all that. It's a computer. That's right. So if you don't talk about it or release it, it's in there. And it will show up at some point. So um, that's one way I really feel like it's important to look at what we're feeling and thinking and stuffing. Because yeah. we have to uh, find a way to release it. And sometimes we can do that in life. And sometimes we need help. And you could share that with a, a, a doctor or a therapist or an acupuncturist or a spiritual healer. Or do it through your art. And music and um, do it through your, your sports but there has to be a way that you consciously move it out and and uh, so that it's become my journey really uh, since I was a child to learn how to articulate that in a way so anybody could embrace it and it doesn't have to be woo-woo thing sure, sure. you know because I'm a spiritual healer that's what I do and it's I, all the woo-woo the, the woo-woo crap the, the i'm sorry no i hate that a little uncomfortable you know yeah because it's not and it's like you know i had to wave through that with my my italian family like sure, oh you, you know oh, there she goes again <laughs> right because but again you know it all comes down to grace and this power that we have surrounding us that that's we right. tap into this love everybody can feel it it doesn't matter what religion you are or what you know denomination you want to believe in or not or you could be atheist and it's energy it's all this very powerful thing and artists know what this is yeah. uh, and people who are sensitive and creative know what this is as well as people that are, feel like they're shut down and don't believe in that stuff well they know what it is too we just have to find an appropriate word <laughs> right right <laughs> to name it i agree so i think all of this is really important to talk about you know um it, it's in and out of us. It flows between us while we're talking right now. You bet. There's a connection that's happening. And the people that are watching now, there's a connection that's happening um, because we are engaged in this kind of energy and discussion. And we're all very connected. Is music for you one of the paths that you choose to kind of exercise some of these, uh, your spiritual side? It is. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it flows through music. It flows through um, the voice, um, and when you do this with intention, it's really magical, and it really can uh, heal people. We've, we've found that out in our drumming with people, and, uh, you know, I do it with my songwriting when I'm on stage. It's a sacred experience for me, and I'm, I'm able to create that in an audience situation. Um, and through all the, all the drumming that we've done with people, it really, music disarms people so that we can relax and be together. And once we're disarmed and once we're able to be in that space, then mystical things happen. Um, and it's beautiful to watch that unfold. Oh, I'm sure that's got to be great. Well, let's, that kind of brings it around to your foundation, Raven Drum. You guys have done some really wonderful things uh, in the editing together of some of the promotional stuff that we've, uh, we're doing for the Big Love Benefit concert. Uh, I've been able to, to learn more about um, the many really kind, sweet efforts that you guys put out into the world. Talk to me about the Raven Drum Foundation. What is, what is the mission of the Raven Drum Foundation? You want no, you go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing fine. Okay. You're great. Thank you. I'm just eye candy. Oh. Yeah, you're pretty. You're, 
But it's, it's, it's a very pretty panel tonight, I have to say. Well, <laughs> Raven Drum uh, Foundation. <laughs> uh, we started the foundation in 2001, started doing programs the following year. Mm -hmm. um, and we, uh, it started because of um, both of our paths when we met. You know, Rick went through his injury. Um, he, one of the paths that he chose for his own healing was just drumming. And, and putting himself into it. And, he, and I won't speak for you. You can talk about this. Uh, but how the drums helped heal him. Sure. And my path was also as a musician, but also as a healer, um, energy medicine practitioner, massage therapist. I was a teacher. And we got together, and we both wanted to help people. And uh, uh, so we started drumming with various groups of people who were in crisis. Uh, and we saw that this works for anybody. So we, we created the foundation to do that. And we started working with special needs kids. We worked with kids in juvenile detention, boys in lockup, wow. especially gang, gang members that were in, in jail. And um, we saw that from the special needs kids to these kids in, 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 uh, in lockup uh, to cancer, uh, kids uh, surviving cancer, um, we went into safe houses working with women and kids that were suffering um, uh, from domestic violence. Um, My goodness, you it, guys have really done some amazing stuff. Well, we just saw we saw that it it's everybody needs this. There's no like exclusivity when it comes to drumming and healing and mindfulness and being together. Um, and it just it it moved along to uh, when Rick went to Walter Reed. Medical center. To that do was a, that was my next question yeah. about veterans. I know that you worked with veterans. That, that's a, a place that is a veterans and PTSD and TBI and um, so uh, 2006, 2006, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I went over to Walter Reed, and uh, there was a lot of suffering, um, but I also saw uh, huge potential. And, um, you know, the fact that we, we all had this common thing that we could, we could share, you know? you know. I'm sitting there, you know, in my physical state, and, and they're all, you know, going through their, their various, uh, you know, physical sort of uh, challenges. Sure. And they were in it. They were, yeah, they, they were, were right they were, in you know, it. And they were fresh to it. It they, was gnarly. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, some no, of the injuries good. were just, I mean... IED still in type shock. stuff and yeah. like you said traumatic, traumatic brain injuries these oh, type man. of really really tough yeah. war stuff basically oh god yeah. i mean Awful. just 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 re yeah. really shocking um so i held it together and then i finally you know made it back to the hotel with with all this information and uh, i got on the phone with lauren and i just i just broke down i, I was just sobbing i was like we, we've, we've got to refocus, we've got to do something. And, uh, and that's really when Project Resiliency came about, right? Yeah, that's when um, you know, we, we both went back a few months later and we, got, we went to our board and was like, Let's, we need to create something special for vets. And uh, you know, it's, PTSD is an interesting thing that it's you know, combat trauma for veterans, mm -hmm. but... Um, you know, Rick has PTSD from his car accident, and you can have PTSD from an abusive parent. Or a sports injury. Or a sports injury. Absolutely. Or, you know, it's just, it's, so many people have it and have gone through it, and so many people get stuck in it and, and, and can't find their way out of it, that uh, we started really 
looking at that and how can we help and you know and, and discovering programs that really help PTSD and one of them is equine therapy working with horses we uh, neuro, neurofeedback and of course you know both of us were like guinea pigs to just of all these treatments to see how it would affect us yeah they kind of you know they go like well Rick's a little he's not quite you know he's not well yeah. Let's let's let him go and try it out. See if it works. You know. So there uh, are so many things. That no, really but I, I did the, one of the things that I particularly loved was working with the horses. We we didn't ride them, but you had to get in the ring with them. And you know, some people would get in there and be like, I can control this, and I, you know, I'm I'm going to dominate the horse, and not going to happen. No. I I figured it out. I got in there and just kind of stood there and. Let the horse come to me. Sure. You know? Well, we had that experience with, uh, with, with training. We went into wild a ring horses. with wild horses. Oh, wow. And, and one of the things that they, they taught us there is that the horses are like a mirror, a, bio, a biofeedback machine. They are biofeedback machines. So what you're feeling, they will mirror. So if you're feeling, I'm going to control you, they're going to they're gonna feel that and not gonna, they're not going to come to you. So you have right. to open your heart. You have and to that, soften. And that yeah. was, yeah, and so that in itself was just, like, that's a spiritual teaching. And you're seeing, you're seeing that with a horse. And a lot of animals do that. Sure. And so when we were working with the military, that's one of the things that we would do. We would bring them to equine therapy um, uh, retreats. And we would do drumming with them. Because drumming is also a way to help uh, reprogram your brain. Mm, interesting. Uh, yes, the bilateral motion. Um, left and right. Left and right. And as you set out intentions and breathe and use mindfulness, you're, you're giving your brain a reset. Wow. Um, so it's that and the, the, the um, interaction with the horses and learning about how to open. Um, this, uh, that was, these are two of the pathways that we introduced to veterans, um, as well as you know, neurofeedback, which is a very significant, um, powerful way you can help reprogram or reroute the trauma in your brain. Not familiar with neurofeedback. I'm equine therapy, and, and it makes perfect sense. What's neurofeedback? Neurofeedback is uh, a, a treatment where you look at the, they study your brain and how it fires and the pathways that it takes uh, in relationship to how you think and feel and how you respond to anxiety and stress. And so when you're in a place of trauma, say you're a combat vet, and you've been, you, you had an experience uh, in combat, your brain, the moment that you say were shot at or you lost a limb, your brain is set to remember that trauma. And it doesn't, it doesn't shut off. So you're in that loop oh, over and over and over again. So when you say you hear a car backfire, you think it's, you know, it's, it's artillery. <laughs> You know, and so your brain doesn't know the difference of what's real and what happened to you. So when you reset the brain in that way, you show it new pathways. You reroute it to its normal state. Very interesting. So you're able to deal with stress better. You're, you know, you're not set off and have triggers the way you did. You sleep better. And actually neurofeedback, uh, especially this one in, um, it's called EEG Institute in L.A., they do extremely well in, in treating um, suicidal tendencies. Wow. Because that's another form of PTSD. You, you start to think about those things. You, you can't control the need to, you know, take yourself out. And yeah. once that urge is gone, you can start really healing. 
So these are these are big um, things. Also, diet, nutrition to help with trauma. It's huge. I mean, because you know you can't be drinking Red Bull and coffee and and have and be traumatized. It's just going to trigger you. You're going to be your nervous system is already amped out, and then you're going to drink that. That makes perfect sense. So there's a lot of things that. You know, they're just simple things that you can do to help with trauma. And I get very passionate about this, so I'm... I'm uh, well, it's an incredibly important subject, and yeah. I, I would think to be involved with it, you'd have to be passionate about it and, and try to um, influence people. It would, well, you have gained a great amount of knowledge, to, so it, it somewhat becomes incumbent upon you to share that with people and the things that work in a, mm-hmm. in a society of caring people. And the project resiliency thing, I have a special place for anybody that goes out and defends my right to be free and to speak freely and to, to live the life that I lead and for them to come back. Sometimes I worry that our country is, is grateful one way and not, not when they come home as much. And I struggle with that a great deal. So to hear that you guys are doing such good works with these incredibly deserved, incredible Americans, it's, it's, that's a very special thing. I'd like to thank you for your efforts on, on this on this subject and this issue because these are incredibly important people that all too often somewhat seem to be forgotten on the, the coming home side yes. of the, the equation. And their spouses. Yeah, and oh my gosh. Right. Yeah, the, the ripple effect within families like secondary trauma is very real. Oh, very no, real. No, doubt, no, no doubt about that. I've often heard that about the spouses of, uh, of uh, you know, active duty military. Uh, they're in it in their own right. And it's uh, it's quite the, the road to hoe. So hats off to you again. Good stuff, guys. Really great. Uh, I, I got to work with a couple of your team members um, that I found to be absolutely delightful uh, with, uh, if, if you don't mind us talking about it for a second, with uh, Jeff Diffner. It's just a... Just Jeff's a, amazing. What a, just a great guy. He's your drum guy. He's your drum tech. But he's also your, your, clearly your friend and, uh, and a big fan and a supporter of, of your efforts and what you're doing. And, and I think in both of your cases, and maybe more so yours, is Jennifer, I might be getting this wrong, Buzza? Uh, Jennifer Buzza. Buzza. Yes, she's one yeah, of our directors. Just, yeah. Wonderful. They, they, yeah. they came in during the, the different goings on and, and uh, were absolutely, they availed themselves to what we could do with them. And and then I saw them being very supportive of your interests and, and what was going on. Found them to be quite fascinating. Which, their family. Their family, with yeah. you family? Yeah, yeah, yeah we've, been sure. with, we've been with them for 15 years. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Jeff, um, he's, he's he just, he feels like a brother. Um, I, I never say that he works for me. I always say that we work as a team. We're, we're a team. Because, you know, I, I'm only as good as, as, as good as he is, do you know what I mean? Well, I could see that. I could see the camaraderie between you. I could see it almost second um, the, the the way that you talked and didn't have to talk in some ways about things. And he, there was no. A, it's a nod. It's it's. He yeah. knows. He he just he's reached that level where it, it's. Uh, we don't even really need to talk about it. You know, there's a there's a certain standard, and the standard is high. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, you know, so you know all the work we've done for years. It. it prepared us perfectly for, for, for doing this. The only problem is, Lauren... I've done it without him. I understand completely. He's yeah. a very uh, versatile, very um, affable, very talented young man. He really yeah, is. he is. He is. I think me and him spoke, uh, not to go too far off topic, but I think we spoke, and 
with your permission, I think he might be a guest in the near future on the show. I hope I so. I would love he, to he hear would love that. his career that he spent with you, and I know he spent a long time with Hart and yeah. some other things, and he's a fascinating cat, and I think it'd be very interesting to, to spend a few minutes talking with him and sharing his experience. Such a gentleman. Great. Oh, yeah. he is. Yeah, he was just, it, was a, it was a treat to work with. It was probably one of the few people that was outside of our circle. You know, a lot of the guys that, that worked on the project with us were guys that we work with routinely. And we have kind of a, a secondhand thing going on where we kind of read each other's minds to some degree. And, and Jeff fit right into that. He, yeah. he just, it was... Uh, Vinny, he brought me peanuts. That's he brought the peanuts. <laughs> All right. That's That's a, you, can, you can go far with him with food, I tell you what. <laughs> Bring the puppy treats. <laughs> you, know, you know, we started out talking about biscuits and, you know, it's just... He, he's, as skinny as I am, I love food. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> now it's crazy. <laughs> we'll eat together and not... You know, I'm 254 pounds, 6'2", and he's, he eats twice, three times the amount of food while I'm still in the middle of my burrito, and he's, like, finishing up, you know, kind of with a napkin. And it's like, my God, does he have a hollow leg or something? I'm not really sure where he's putting it all, but, you know, I think it's just a metabolism thing. Mine shut up at 47, so I <laughs> kind of fear food at this point. I might as well just tape it directly to my ass. It's just <laughs> one of those things. Line. No, I know. I, think, <laughs> I stole that from my wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, we think alike. You're my wife. Women. You would, I think you would love my wife. She's a, a, a sweet, sweet woman. That's um, cool. You should joke about Jennifer as well. Jennifer's been with yeah, us. Yeah, she was delightful. She's, we've she been her, with her 16 set. years. Yeah, she's, she is a very, very um, organized and lovely person to, to Unlike work us. With. Unlike us. <laughs> hey. You're lovely, yourself. maybe not organized. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I thought you were organized when you were, we were working together. But, but, but somehow it's the team, and she's, she's critical to your mission. Sounds yeah. like she really is. Yeah, she was really helpful in uh, in the bringing together the different elements because there was a lot going on here mm -hmm. as we were, you know, uh, working this all out and making it happen. And she was absolutely. Uh, it, it was it was amazing how quickly she fit into the system and. And we felt kind of like a family getting it done. And, yeah. and she was uh, a treat to work with. It was absolute pleasure having It was her. awesome seeing the like couple worlds blow up in the middle of the show slightly. And then you see her come over with this big smile. And it's like, okay, different energy. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's good like that. Yeah. Whisperer. Yeah, yeah, she knows yeah. how to do that. That's, it's, that's an important... Uh, oh, it's a uh, skill. They call me here in the building. I'm the, I am... They call me, my actual name is the George Whisperer, but it actually, <laughs> your brother, true. right? Yeah, yeah, but it actually works with the John Whisperer, and there's some other ones I need to get with once in a while and say, hey, buddy, yeah, <laughs> let's bring it down about a thousand feet. Come on now. Okay. And, and there, that's, that's a place, that's a job for some of us. That's yeah. important that brings some of the higher energy guys that, you know, the creative types that are just going, 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 doing. Sometimes they need a little leveling and, and a little bit of support. There you go. George chimed in. He said, Jen hugged me when I cried. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> My brother is uh, equally, uh, he has a, uh, this is something that's come out late in his life. Coming up, we used to, you know, get in the mix and do 200 shows a year and traveled together for, gosh, I always say 16 years straight. We really had an active career together. And um, it was hard to move him emotionally. As he gets older, he gets closer and more in touch with his emotional side. I think maybe it was the having the kids and the, the whole thing. And, and it's kind of sweet to see him uh, be, uh, to, to access that part of him and uh, to yeah. allow it to be. He's very gracious now and very sweet and caring. It's kind of parental, you know, it's like a paternal, I guess is the right word yeah. for, for the crew and the way he sees what we do. 
and he's, I see that he's big papa you know he's he's the coach you I know love and, that. and we just want to try to get in the game we're always you better get us in the coach game yeah, let's get us in the, in the game coach you know he's just, he's a sweetheart of a man um I wanted I wanted to, the big love things coming Keep an eye out for it. We'll, we'll continue to, to give you more information. Check the interwebs where it's going to be marketing for it, and you'll see that I do this every week on the show, and we'll keep you up to date when it's coming, and it's going to be wonderful, and you're going to love it. Um, but I wanted to get to something that I've... that So in doing the Big Love concert with you, the, the whole process, I got to hear a bunch of your music, which was really, you know, quite striking, and... and, it, and so let's 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 move over. You got an album coming out called Under the Wolf Moon. It's slated for release on January twenty second, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah. Um, well, I created it. Uh, we started tracking it in uh, January of two thousand nineteen with Jim Scott. Mm hmm. And um, it's uh, twelve songs now, uh, and they were written at various times. Like Big Love was written in 2016, and I have another song, Blue, that was written in early 2000s. I've, I, I've um, been waiting a while to, re to release music uh, for various reasons, and when Jim Scott said he would take me on and we would do a record together, I was really excited. Um, and he's one of my biggest advocates. So I went in. And he said, let's get you a really good band. I, um, what do you think about... Uh... Uh, don't jump ahead on this one for me. Uh, <laughs> Hang back. Let me, let me read, because this is going to... Excuse me. This is going to fuck with you. Their <laughs> band is, is, is some shit. Let me read a review. I got a review. To, I'd like to read French that. French on the show. Uh, I, I told you I was fluent in French, brother. <laughs> I mentioned this. Um, but I, I read a review that I thought summed it up well, really well. It was by Ken Sharp. And it really, and I extracted a couple of the quotes from it. Let me see if I can do this justice. I was entranced and surprised and seduced by the unexpected musical treasures within. Monroe's voice leaves a mark with an arresting and dynamic collection of reflective songs built on sturdy grooves, a sparkling melodicism, and a deep well of thoughtful lyrics that resonate and delivered her song and impassioned voice. It, it brings... It, Brought to mind, and reviewers can't help themselves but to make comparisons. It's a way to help the, the listener or the person reading the view kind of set a mindset for it. And he brought to, he made comparisons with the great Cheryl Crow, kind of meets Shania Twain with a huge helping of Lauren Monroe. I just thought that was such a lovely, and, and that was kind of my take on it too, is that the lyrics are so thoughtful. The music is atmospheric in a way that you, there's a feeling associated with it more than just the but at the same time melodic and and groove laden and it was just really great and you were able to do that with an all-star cast of straight up badasses in the studio i mean you really nailed it this this was you, you say your, your producer helped you acquire these guys oh, of course yeah this, oh yeah he well, just handpicked him jim, uh, jim worked with uh well i'll let you it, well i can name the line the lineup here because it's an incredible lineup on your album. It included, of course, is your lovely husband, Rick Allen, doing some of the drum parts. Bentmont Trench and Steve Farron from Tom Petty. Come on, what the I hell, know. dude? If you want the best keyboard guy in the game, and the sweetest, just wonderful guy. Kenny Arnoff, the one and only <laughs> Kenny Arnoff from Mellencamp and Fogarty and God knows every. Thing. I mean, he's Kenny is just... He's played on everything. He really has. I mean, Kenny is and just... And he's such a great 
human. Isn't he? I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. this Kenny Arnott, man. I mean, geez, Louisiana. Doesn't get much better than that. We And we mentioned the great Tammy Brown. I, bet, I suspect is she on some of the vocals of her? She is. Yeah, she's, yeah. again, just a, a just a belter, a great voice. And then the one and only Waddy Wachtel. <laughs> you had Wachtel on this thing. Oh, he's telling, telling the story of, of That's how, Linda Ronstadt, Stevie Nicks, Keith Richards. Uh, this guy's a guitarist. He's, he's a monster of a guitarist. He's incredible. You got a story about that? I do. I uh, it it was on the, so Rock the Hall, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, uh, and uh, you know he played with Stevie uh, at the show. Yeah. And there was an after party um, that happened, and we didn't get there till like one. That's when it started at one. We're all there, and uh, everyone's having cocktails, and there's people singing on pianos, and it was just such a great vibe. And I kept, I kept looking at at uh, Wadi during the show, going, he's so familiar. I really, because yeah. I grew up in Queens, and he, uh, I, I thought I recognized him from the neighborhood or something. So sure. I, we were standing next to each other, and I said, you know, he looks so familiar. Did you, did you grow up here in New York? And he's like, I did. I said, I did too. And we started, he's like, oh, I, don't, I don't think we've met before. I said, I'm with Rick. And he's like, well, what are you doing? And, and uh, anyway, I, I ended up telling him I'm working on a record. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, who's in it? And I said, you know, Steve and Benmont and, and, and Rick and... You mentioned Bob, right? And Bob Glob. Bob Glob. Uh, Bob was Jesus. Yeah. I, yeah. I adore him. Yeah, and he's, he's like, all those guys player. are playing? I should be on your record. <laughs> what? And I said... <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's so funny. I'm like, yeah. An he said yes. And he came and played on Big Love and a couple of other songs. And um, I like, I like Waddy. He likes to say the word fuck a lot. <laughs> Fucking Waddy. Uh, <laughs> Apparently every other word. Yeah. <laughs> he's an incredibly accomplished musician. He's a hell I of a guy. I love him. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Anybody that speaks my Am I not supposed life. to say that? No, 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 because, okay, let's talk about this just for a second. Fuck is an amazing word. In the I have English to use it in the right way. No, 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 no. It can be used in every way. There is no emotional response, regardless, across the board. There is no... It is the most descriptive word, depending on, and this you can say, this, God, I fucking love you. Uh, you know, there's so many ways to put that word into play that I, I just find it to be this incredibly, I, I still to this day. It's so you know, versatile. It, it is incredibly versatile, functional word in the English language. You cannot allow it to be taken out of the game. It is just too valuable. So this is this is my take on that, you know. Whatever. Fits but, into your me do now. <laughs> and, and it works well in my uh, in my uh, my approach to getting the job done in yes. an efficient manner. <laughs> Which sometimes is, is very loving fuck. It's not always a nasty, you know, again, because it can be used out. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so am I, am I correct in this? I mean, you write all the lyrics for your music. I do. There's yeah. some really beautiful lyrics. There's some really great stuff there. Some thinker stuff. That song Blue you mentioned, great song. There's some really sweet stuff. I highly recommend, folks, that in on uh, January 22nd, 2021, when this album comes out, that you really you get out there and you get this sucker. This is a beautiful album. It's it's uh, it's an incredible culmination of work with extraordinarily talented production and and people behind it. It's it's really something that should be uh, enjoyed uh, by everyone. And and I, and I think there's a there's a kind of a crossover thing that goes on with your work, that you're hitting a lot of bases in one, in, in a given song, you're covering a lot, you check off a lot of boxes. 
and for the for the listener, we were I was with him after rehearsal on Saturday. I guess it was a falling day. I, maybe it was a Wednesday thing. I don't know. But we had we were over. We were listening to one of your tracks. He had just mixed it up and tightened it up, and and he asked me to take him throw the cans on, throw the earphones mm -hmm. on, and and take a listen and see what I thought of his mix and and what you guys had captured, and. I came away and I pulled the headphones off and I looked at him and I said, God damn, that woman's got a hell of a voice. It was the first, it just was my natural, it just came out like, and, and, I, and I noticed that you had a beautiful voice before that, but, but, but the clarity of hearing in that mix and, and I asked him what he had done to the mix and he showed me and it was almost nothing. Mm -hmm. he, he'd, he'd barely, he had adjusted the bass line a little bit. He had, you know, it was, it was very well, slight. He had a beautiful mix for us. I mean, the way we were hearing it. Oh, and I, I have to tell you, do people know what Kyle does? Kyle is, uh, I, I believe people know what Kyle does. Kyle Thomas is a badass A1. He'll do monitors, he'll do front of house equally mm -hmm. and, and excitedly. And uh, for, for a young man of, what's your, what are you going on, 30? I'm 30 years young. Yeah. And, but it's, it's, and for that, we didn't use it in the old days, we didn't give a lot of credit to the younger kids. We felt they needed a few more gray hairs and stuff before we'd put them in these critical positions. This one, sharp as a tack. He keeps, oh, he's you. really good at what he does. Yeah, we, we, we were all extremely happy yeah. and just yeah. very innovative. And he came with his own ideas of, of you know, what, what would make a great mix. And I, it was, it was such a relaxed sort of way to play. And just being able to hear the band the way I could, it was, it was really well done. Well, thank you very much. That means a lot. Yeah, he's a, he's a sharp kid, and, and the young guys nowadays, you kind of have to throw out the old school rule on this one, we, the us older guys, have, because some of these youngsters, like Mike Brown here behind, that's doing all, the, our, all of our technical work on that side, these guys are sharp. Some of these guys, we've really lucked into some really incredibly well-trained, um, and, and what's nice about it is, you know, when we were coming up, there was some different things in the mix. There was, there was some groupies, there was some drugs, there was some bad behavior going on, and and we thought we were so cool and you know and and some of the kids nowadays the drug issue doesn't seem to be as big an issue the groupie thing is virtually non-existent these are actually beneficial things for mm -hmm. our industry and then as the technology ramps up and gets more technical uh, more um, uh, more cerebral there's it's, it's, a, it's a much different no challenge. the learning curve is, oh, is oh my pretty goodness steep, huh? and and with these young guys you know because they kind of came at digital in a, a from the gate, it's not alien to them. It's it's a really a great fit. So I've lucked out in some of our positions. Some of the folks that we have in the shop and that do the work for us are, are relatively young folks, 30, 30 between thirty and forty, that just are amazing. And it's it's a really nice thing to see. And they don't seem to carry a lot of the baggage that some of the old older school heads that came that at their time when they were thirty and they were forty that were struggling with that have since uh, most of us have. You know, grown up and we're learning on. from you guys. We don't we don't want to become grumpy roadies. <laughs> grumpy sound engineers are the worst. Just oh, stay positive. There's actually there's actually a, a, a Facebook group called Grumpy Roadies. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a thing because it's a thing. Um, so it's it's. I've it, met a few of them. I know you have. I know you have. <laughs> um, I, I really would like to. First of all. I'm really glad you guys came out. I, I would like to make one stop before we bail out here. And that is, uh, with your permission, is to thank some of the crew members that it took to to, to bring together the Big Love Benefit. It it was it was quite a, an ensemble 
of folks. And if you don't mind, I'd like to take a second to it give would them a be shout our out. honor. Just a little, we, a little we would love for you to thank. All right, guys. Listen, we. I, I'm not kidding when I say that we've had some of the some premier talent working on this this big love benefit concert with with the Allens. It was. Uh, it's. If a bomb would have went off in this building, we would have lost some serious rock and roll history some in here. Some gold nuggets. I mean, we really, really would have. Let me go through, the, if you can bear with me a second, let me go through the list. We, we had the great and legendary Scotty Ross. I'm not going to give you all. You look him up if you don't know who these people are. Scotty Ross is a god in this business. Nicest and guy in rock and roll. He is actually known as the nicest guy in rock and roll, and I love Scotty Ross. Greg Price of an amazing A1 to some of the biggest rock bands in the world. He actually was a producer and director on this. And um, although I think we taxed him a little bit and uh, Greg had to come out with a whip once or twice, um, it was, it was, we were lucky to have him in that no, position. No, he rose to the occasion. Yeah, sure. he really did. He, he was a little outside his, his, uh, his normal area and he, he really snapped, brought things together in a way that I don't think they could have otherwise come together. And and uh, and we thank Greg Price for that. We had the one and only, the great Rush's guy, Brad Maddox, doing the the master on this thing. Um, anytime you can get Brad Maddox to to work for you, you're 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 already ahead. And Brad Maddox was behind the controls, uh, t- taking in the audio on this thing. And and as a result, when we when you guys come to view this, you're gonna your audio experience is going to be. Superly, it's going to be perfect. Uh, the the one and only Kyle Anderson is a system tech. He's our head of audio here at Sound Image. He came in and helped out with his uh, amazing talent and and patience, and we want to thank him. My dear dear brother and uh, mentor and leader and best friend George Edwards. He was kind of the 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 big cheese and uh, the, the the umbrella guy, the overseer and keeping all the people and the things. In, the, in place, he's we king. he's Big Daddy. That's Big Daddy right there. Executive AKA, producer. AKA, uh, here he's known as the Lieutenant because oh, I'm the General oh, oh. on this one. Okay. But when when okay. I come off the air, he goes back to General, and I go down to Lieutenant. <laughs> and that's and that's a reasonable thing we've worked out over time. And I and I, I follow him anywhere. Uh, the great Alan Pettibone for being our LD and and helping us create the, the atmosphere and the, the look that we created. Wow. Fantastic so look. He magical. really did a yeah. really Rich. great job, and, and it will be a visual experience you folks will enjoy because Alan helped us with that. Um, the one and only, we had we had Steve Orgain. Now, he's a, this is guy is the caterer to the rock stars. I mean, he, he's catered some of the biggest, best. When you do a show and Steve Orgain of Chef's Touch is on that show, you know you're going to eat well, you're going to have a great time, and you're going to get to sit with a guy who is is as sweet and kind as they come. He has the, the distinct, uh, um, unfortunate and somewhat honor of being the last guy who had dinner with Bill Graham 10 minutes before he perished in his helicopter accident. Ah. Steve, Steve, Steve Orgain is, is a legend in our business and a great, great human being. The, the wonderful and sweet Jackie Corsetti from Sweet Treatments, she helped us provide all the ambiance and the, uh, and the dressing rooms and the, the, the seating and the plants and the look and just, just a delightful, sweet, sweet, wonderful woman. And we, I, we couldn't be more grateful. Thank you, Jackie. And, and then we had Tony G make us some, make us some Italian that was Great. like what pasta and yeah. pizza <laughs> it was really good it really we, we had a couple different caterers on different we days had four pieces but I totally had to show West Coaster how you had to fold the pizza I know what's it. up with that how do you That's not so know weird. how to eat pizza properly there's only one way you fold the pizza you know who you are it's weird you know better yeah it's, it's a little bit of an embarrassment we won't I'm, name any I'm names don't name any names it would be too mean it would be too mean to yell that out we had the wonderful incredible probably one of the most uh, 
technically proficient guys in the video game that I've ever met. It, this, he's incredible. Jeffrey Linder over there running our video village. And if you could have seen the video village we had up, I mean, it was a couple million dollars of badassery. It was friggin' impressive. Only to be seconded by Scott Twitchell, who's an, a, a world famous director for live acts and uh, live shows. He came in for us and did some amazing work. We had, um, Wonderful, wonderful help from the, the, the larger-than-life John Del Rio, a dear, dear friend, and helped us create the, the staging and the tents and the seating so it could be as close to what we needed to be as COVID-compliant. He brought his amazing love and big heart. He's also one of the founding members of the Loving Hands for Stagehands. He's a, a dear man and a dear friend, and we thank him. Uh, and, of course, the wonderful people at... Um, LSV, who helped us with the camera and this video village I mentioned, that's Cameron Brown. That's the great Cameron Brown. We love you, Cameron, as you well know. We miss John Rigney, his, his partner who recently passed. That was traumatic for all of us. I, know, I, I want to send love out to the whole LSV crew and shop, and they help us perform, uh, make this show happen. We love you guys. Thank you for all that you do. The one and only Pauly Montero from SIR. He helped provide backline. SIR stands for Studio Instrument Rental. These are legends in the business of backline and providing studio services. And Pauly is the best of them. He is a, we call him Uncle Pauly. He is a family friend of I don't even know how many decades. We love him. He's great. And, of course, he brought his mascot and our good, good friend Norm, his dog, who we love more than anything. So Norman was here with Scotty. It was, it was wonderful. And the wonderful Kyle Thomas mixing monitors for the whole thing. And uh, uh, I, my feeling is that went really well and everybody seemed to be very pleased. Mm -hmm. And so thank you, Kyle Thomas. And last but not least, and I really mean this, a person who's probably put in technically more hours than any one of the people that I just mentioned, maybe, maybe other than Greg Price, is Michael Brown. Mm -hmm. Michael Brown has been on this thing from the, from the inception and he's still working on it. He can't, he's been coming in earliest and he's been leaving latest. He's done everything from play drums during the concert for one of the acts that played, Talking running camera line. positions, doing technical support, editing. I, I cannot state this enough. I think he might have 100 hours in already on this thing. This is how much we care about this project. We want this to succeed. We need this to succeed. We care about what we're doing with this thing. It's important. Please uh, realize that this is involves everybody from the, the, uh, the Raven Drum Foundation, the Big Glove Benefit people. You're missing uh, Ross and Skip there, Bubba. Ross and Skip. Scotty. Scotty Ross? No, he said, I think he... I started no, with Scotty Ross. started with Scotty. I, I put Scotty on top because I, I'm having, I want to have a love affair. <laughs> you know what? I love me some no, Scotty. How about our driver that just lost a couple of his fingers? Oh, you want to talk about... Uh, Ross Reliance. There you go. Mr. Ross Reliance. Ross Reliance is a dear, dear friend. He's a trucker. And he, this guy has hauled some of the biggest shows around the country over the last 30 years. And he unfortunately had a, a, an accident a few months back where he actually lost the tips of four of his fingers. He was in here. A flesh wound, man. Oh, yeah, just a flesh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he was in here like a friggin' champion. He, no, he was in a right. very upbeat, sweet. He was trying yeah. to make us all feel better about his injury. No, yeah. I know. He's such a kind soul and such a such a gentleman and and just a good guy and then of course let's not forget clayton q came to us mm -hmm. and which was you know i didn't know what to expect from clayton i'd watched his work but what a sweet yeah. guy yeah. he was great and danielle decent guy yeah. and danielle bloom mm -hmm. yeah. very talented very just yeah, really cool. lovely people yeah. I, I enjoyed a great deal being with him and Me spending too. the time that we did and it was just 
And then there's other artists that are involved, and we'll share that when, we're, when um, it's time, and we'll put. You know who we're forgetting? Who we forget? Did you mention Martha? Oh, oh Martha, 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 and Grace. And, and, and Grace, right? I actually now this is my shame right here, Martha and Grace. I didn't have enough time when I was making this list that right that you guys came in when I was still preparing this tonight. Oh, so it's and, our fault? Uh, no, no, it's your <laughs> fault specifically. Uh, I don't know their last names because Martha is Greg Price's Heckman. Uh, Heckman. Martha, it's Martha Heckman, Heckman um, and who's an incredible wardrobe provider and and all things backstage. She's I can't explain this enough. She's Greg Price's wife, and he, and she's actually the rock star in that family. I mean, he works for Black Sabbath <laughs> and, and Ozzy Osbourne and done, uh, Van Halen and Rage Against Machine. I mean, he's, like, done everybody. No, no, no. Martha is the badass in that family. <laughs> and and I'm, it's as simple as that. Uh, Rolling Stones, I mean, her credits of who she's worked ah, for and the things crazy. that she does. And then what she came in and did in here, turning in a, a glorified warehouse chock full of stuff, and she made it. I think it was just really special. Yeah. She it does it with such a kind heart. It felt a like a real gig, and 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 all the people involved, uh, you know, they, they everybody just made it this this wonderful, this special occasion. Yeah. I, I'd always come in with a smile on my face, you oh, know, you and wondering. everybody was like all into it, you know, it was great. Well, the feeling I think was it was there was a, just a general camaraderie, a respect, a love that was going through the building, and Martha kind of was, I think, the person who was sewing all these uh, different disciplines and things together to make it kind of seamless. Yeah. And so this is from the dressing rooms to the to the VIP. She just covered so many, and worked so hard. Let's yeah. not forget that. Oh, yeah. And then Grace, her, her, uh, I guess one of her dearest friends, a lovely woman. I, I, I'm sorry, Grace, your last name escapes it's me right now. Uh, your is brother it Grace, chimed in. Is it that. Grace Lee? She was a delight. She was here for makeup and, and helping with wardrobe and helping with Martha. She and, made me look 20 years younger. Uh, <laughs> she was, she, wasn't she just a treat? Yeah, she was yeah. so kind and sweet, just mm -hmm. to, I, I, I can't state this enough. It sounds like a lot of funny. Well, if you know me well enough, you know I don't do that. So so <laughs> I'm really saying this from the heart because it's deserved. And these were, it was just one of the, the best crews of hundreds of different crews I've worked with. These were, these people were here for the right reasons. They felt it. They wanted it. They, they were, it wasn't about money for on our side. It was about doing for others. And I think when you come at a thing from that special place, there's, there's a, something extra that comes and that happens yeah. and it speaks to the energy that you mentioned before. And yeah. the energy was good here and, and I think we've got a good thing in our hands. We'll develop it, we'll edit it to your satisfaction, we'll get all the parts and pieces. We've got a lot of contributing artists that sent in clips and, and thoughts and very thoughtful moments that we'll share, we'll put it all together, we'll get the boss over here to approve and it will come out soon. I believe we're shooting for a January... January 23rd. January 23rd. On Nugs TV. On Nugs TV, you will be able to view this thing. And, it, and I promise you, you won't be let down. It's, it's quite the movement. It's quite the experience. I would like to thank my very wonderful and special guests for coming all the way out here, staying a little late with me tonight, Lauren Monroe and Rick Allen. You guys were a treat. It was a delight having Thanks you. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks, everybody. So much. Thank you. Now, kids, a little last-minute uh, business here. I need you to remember, last night, me and Kyle Thomas here, my, my cohort and partner in crime, we went out to our friends over at Signal and Noise Podcast, and we, we hung out with them for a little while. You know, we're always trying to help each other out in these things in this crazy, wacky time. They got a Kyle, too. They have a Kyle. Kyle Burns. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a 
He's the greatest man. This guy is so fun. He's got a character he does called Randy the Roadie that is it's a hilarious. It's, he, it, it, it's, I love him. I love him. But it's actually a very serious place. Signal Noise Podcast is uh, is a sponsored thing by Audix and um, it's Audix and Pro Sound Web and Pro Sound Web, and they've got seventy or so odd episodes of really great content. It's a podcast you can get pretty much anywhere that you, you find your podcast. And we did a show with them last night with Kyle, Michael, and Chris. Uh, it was. It was very interesting. We were very frank and honest, and uh, and and it was a good time. We uh, suggest that you reach out to them if you want to uh, brush up on the the more technical side of what we do. Some of their guests are the Jim Yakubowskis and Bernie Brodericks and and um, Robert Scoville. Some of the the badasses in the game, and they're talking ones and zeros and nerding out over there. And Did they you really say do. Robert's name correctly. It was an accident. Oh my! Bob God. Scoville. There you really go. Annoys him very much. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me happy. I don't know why. Bob, you know I love you, baby. Um, and so <laughs> I did it again. See what I did there? <laughs> um, and and please uh, check out the, the page, EAW Users Group. If you're an EAW fan, and we certainly are, as you know, being that we're sitting behind a wall of Anya uh, adaptive gear. Uh, it's a great page for, for information and to share uh, experiences and thoughts on the EAW product. It's one of the best manufacturers in the, in the America. They do great work. And uh, I see some, uh, a place where there's good, kind words and, and people sharing kind thoughts. Go over to Big Love Army. They're doing good stuff there as well. Listen, we really, really appreciate you guys. Again, you know, I, 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 we've, we've thrown some credits on the ass end of this show, which is only new to us for the last couple shows. So I'm, I'm still getting used to it. Uh, and so it's hard for me to shed my, uh, apparently I don't need to do it because we have credits, but I feel like I have to. I, I need to thank my good, good friend and collaborator and co-executive producer, Michael Brown, for all he does, all the work and time he puts into this show. Thank you, Michael. Couldn't do it without you. Thanks, and my, my co-host and dear friend, Kyle Thomas, brother, you bring a certain genesis qua to this thing that uh, I am, I lack, and I appreciate you Vinny, more, than, more, much, than, more than I can say. And and uh, I want to do one last quick shout out to my dear friend Charles Sirikki. Charlie, you know we love you, my brother. He sends a note to you. Thank you, Lauren and Rick, for all your great works you do, and the great show Vince and Kyle and Mike. Okay, I could have not read that part, but but. This is, this is one of the old pros that taught us how to be what we are. And when there's a good moment, I like to say Charlie is one of the best of us. He really is. He's, he's the conscience of rock and roll, and, and he's a sweet, sweet man. And we love him very much, and we hope that he's doing well. Thank you to the infirmities. Thank you to my guests. We will see you again. Next week is Thanksgiving, so we've got a special guest for you. Listen, I ain't missing a day. You guys might run off on me. So Thanksgiving, I got uh, Travis Strait coming in. He's worked with uh, E-40, a lot of rap bands, uh, Cypress Hill. He's an incredibly uh, talented, extraordinary human being. Him and his dog Danza will be in. Check out the show. And, uh, you know, if you you got nothing to do on a Thursday at 7 p.m., tune in. Check us out. We love it. Thank you, guys. Have a great evening. Good night.